Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right, welcome to Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor. I'm your host, Victor Dadaj. I hope you are having an amazing day so far. Today, we have an awesome guest. He is a leading business growth consultant, time management coach, speaker, author, and founder of Reboot X Academy Entrepreneur Incubator. So let's welcome Femi Doyle Marshall. How are you doing today, Femi? I'm good, man. It's a great day. Can't complain. I, I'm excited to chat with you. So this is going to be a fun one. Awesome. It's great to have you on. And so I'd like to get started by asking you to please share your story. How did you wind up becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah, no, like I, I think my story is really kind of unique. Like I believe, you know, every every person might have that drive to do something different, you know, to show their skills, like have freedom in their schedule and just live life to kind of the fullest. And that's really how I began my path of entrepreneurship. My first business, I could think back to, you know, selling jewelry, handmaking jewelry, selling it to, to, to people within my local community, um, from leveraging that into doing promotions and stuff for events and eventually taking that skill and, and actually building a coaching and consulting brand, running a studio, running a fitness facility. Uh, and, and that experience really allowed me to leverage and help a lot more other business owners manage their time. And, and this is stuff that I started from like when I was 16, 17, really with a passion to help other people either get stronger, get in better shape. Now I'm using that same skill to help other business owners build a business that gives them free time and generates them the type of money they really want to see too. So it's it's interesting just how life goes. Like you really don't know where you're going to end up when you first start. But I think if you have that fire and that drive to build something, you got to do it. And, and that's kind of what I did from a very young age. Got it. All right. So pretty much since you were young, you always want to live life to the fullest. Um, when you were younger, you, you, you were selling handmaking jewelry, promotions for events. Later on, you got into coaching, consulting, and you you learn how to leverage and manage your time scale of business, and that's something you've been teaching your clients ever since. And basically, you talk about you have the fire and the drive. And it, would you say that's been uh, a key difference? Because there are a lot of people that want to be successful, but it seems like yeah. they're more interested in the idea of being successful than actually having like that fire and drive that you have. Yeah, that desire that it, that really you know I, I I want it badly. So would you say that's a big difference between people like you who succeed and people who only think about succeeding but don't do much? I think you you kind of hit the nail on the head with the thought of thinking of succeeding, right? Um, when you when you really want something and you haven't been there before, it's extremely terrifying right? Um, you're basically stepping into uncharted territory. You might not have support from the people around you. You might not have mentorship. And it's a very vulnerable place to be. And the fire may not mean that you have to work yourself into the ground, but it directly ties to you have to believe that this thing that you want to build can happen, Right? You have to have this desire to bring this crazy idea, whatever it might be, 
to life and you got to test it and you got to try it and you got to fail and you got to get back up and you got to try again and you got to do something a little bit different and then try that again and see if it works. And that's where I think a lot of people might shy away from the concept of work and working on their vision or their business or their brand because it does require work, but the work is just different than if you had a job. That's I think that would be the significant difference between a lot of the clients that I've seen working with us um, and a lot of the people that just just kind of throw in the towel on their dreams, becoming entrepreneurs and business owners, for sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a totally different mindset. And you mentioned being a job. You know, we all know a lot of people are not really happy at their jobs. I think like over 70% can't stand going to work. But they know what to expect. They get comfortable there. They're in yep. a comfort zone. They know they're going to get a paycheck every week or every two weeks. So they know what to expect. It's like the W you know versus the the one you don't know. So a lot of people yep. stay in those jobs. And like you said, when you're trying something new, I mean, it's like, you know, a lot of people dream of having their own business and, you know, it's you know the glorious life. But then when they when it comes to actually trying, it's very scary because they don't know how to do things on their own. There's no one holding you accountable. And in the beginning, you're not sure when you're going to get paid. Sometimes it could be weeks, sometimes months. And it's like you're working two, three months, you know, and getting little to no money. That can be very scary. And like you said, also, a lot of times you don't have that support from those around your friends and your family. And that's like, oh, you're doing that again? You know, why don't you stay, yeah. do something uh, real? Get stick with, with a real job. So and that, that can be really disheartening. And and also not having mentorship. I mean, when you get started, you know, um, and I like you to talk a little bit more about this in a minute, about the importance of mentorship, because I, I think if you really try to do things without mentorship, you're going to be all over the place and it's going to take you on the average many more years to succeed. Whereas when you get a mentor, you invest in one, it's going to cost some money, but look at his investment. That mentor is going to save you so much frustration and stress. Yep. It's going to lower the amount of mistakes you make. You're, you're always going to make mistakes, but, um, but you make a lot fewer with a mentor. And you mentioned, and, um, and you say you got to try and fail and do it again. Here's the thing. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. I think often when we're taught in school, we're afraid to make mistakes because, mm -hmm. you know, we would get those X's, those red marks. But you're gonna, that's the only way you're going to get better. If you never tried, you won't get better. And um, and I think, you know, another thing you mentioned is, like, I think people have that fear of failure and also fear of being judged by other people because of what yeah. they'll say that's not supporting you. So that, that's another thing. It's like, you know, they're free. And now it's not they fear failing as much as they fear what other people will say about them. So I think that's a big thing. So talk a little bit more about, um, you know, the importance of mentorship and how people can also um, overcome that fear of judgment, you know, you know mm. being not being afraid of what other people say, because that is a big hurdle for a lot of people. Yeah, I'll kind of touch on both of those ones. For, for mentorship, I think it doesn't matter what stage or age you are right now mentorship can drastically transform your life and your business right i think back to me being 15 16 building brands building businesses trying to figure it out myself was really time consuming and extremely overwhelming and you end up trying to put the pieces together for this giant puzzle of a successful business but then you'd actually don't know what piece goes where right? Like that's, that's what it's like without a mentor. Uh, that's what it's like without support. That's what it's like without having a community. So I'm, I'm a big believer that, you know, if you're struggling in one area of your business, odds are someone has that answer, right? It doesn't make sense. You trying to sit there 
trying to figure it out by yourself when you can ask someone who's maybe one step or 10 steps ahead of you, whether it costs, you know, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, $10,000, or just like a cup of coffee or tea, that conversation can actually save you years, right? Like a lot of the stuff that we've seen, we've had clients who've come in that basically got like 10 to 15 X return in like 60 days because they were doing something incorrectly. Right. They 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 were not at that stage because they were doing stuff incorrectly. But the second they fixed that challenge, they took that leap and they saw the growth they wanted to see with their business. Same thing, right? Like if if you're struggling in certain aspects of business, either not knowing systems, you don't know marketing, you don't know sales, you don't know, you know, how to have your your fulfillment, your operations. There's someone that knows those answers. And and to try to figure out the pieces by only watching YouTube videos is probably not the best approach. Like that would be my mindset. Um so there's that. Now, when it comes to the concept of like failing, you know, and and um, this, and I want to make sure I get it right. It, it, it's ha- like how you overcome fear, or like, what, what exactly do you want me to touch on with that? Because I can really unpack that. Well, yeah, well, the fear also of not succeeding, but also with the fear of uh, also in addition to the fear of being judged by the appeal because you didn't yeah. succeed. A lot of people are afraid of that judgment from their peers and their friends yeah. and their family. So the the thing I, I find when you are really stepping into uncharted territory or what I call the invisible, right? Like um, most of the stuff you're doing, no one's ever seen around you. It doesn't mean that it hasn't been done. It just means like the people around you might have never even experienced what you're about to experience. And you have to be okay with actually realizing that you are a little different right? You may not sound like everyone else. You may not look like everyone else. You may not want to do what everyone else is doing. Yet what will happen, and this is probably 80% of the time, what will happen is when you do take that step and you start taking those risks and those chances on yourself, you'll start realizing that you're going to validate this idea, this concept you had in your mind, which was that business plan, that, 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 that strategy you wanted to execute on. And this is going to be through trial and error. And then once you validate those things, what ends up happening, which is really cool, is those same people that might have been doubting you, questioning you, not really thinking that that was a great idea or concept or you're crazy for doing it, will end up becoming your biggest fans because you had this concept and you vetted it, you tested it, you made sure it was actually viable and you end, they end up supporting and helping you build this thing even further. So my my response is if you're in that position where you don't have the team of people that you really want around you, go and seek that team of people that may not be the closest circle you have, right? A hundred percent, even though you're afraid, someone has already taken that leap. And like that person who's taken that leap can share their battle stories and how they overcome those challenges. And it will just make that journey you're taking feel a little bit easier. No, absolutely. And there's a saying, success leaves clues. So learn it from someone else. You know, someone's been there, like you said, does save you. Like you said, you can go on YouTube and it might take you 5, 10, 15 years, whereas someone who's done it, you can probably do it in a few months or a year. Why not yeah. save 4 to 10 years and it may make that investment? It'll make all the difference in the world. It'll save you a lot of sleep to sleepless nights. And, 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 you know, when you get that thing going, you're like saying, oh, this feels great. I'm glad I invested in this mentor, which is what most successful people do and which is the way most of them feel. And and you also made up a good point. Is like you know, you once you get started, you're gonna be you realize you're a little different from everyone else. But when you take that step and you start going through, and you start succeeding. You're gonna validate it through trial and error. And some of those people that might have been a little uh, 
you know, maybe they didn't believe it. They're going to say, they're going to start becoming your biggest believer. They'll say, I knew, I always knew you could do it. I always believed it. And you know, that's not true, but it feels good to hear from them. So it's a really good song. The next thing I want to ask you about is um, you wrote a best-selling book called The Purposeful Workweek Book. So you can talk a little bit more about it. What was your motivation for writing that book? Yeah, so the Purposeful Work Week, I launched that in 2023. And it actually came from the flagship program that we built out in Reboot X Academy, right? Um, being growth consultants, being time management coaches, I really realized that one of the biggest challenge entrepreneurs and business owners face is not knowing where to spend their time, right? Like, obviously, some might be like, you know, it's personnel hiring, recruiting. Some might be like, you know, it's generating enough money. Some some people might be saying it's systems. Yet if we really kind of chunk down each of those things, if you don't actually know where to spend your time and your energy, you end up losing the ship, which is the business you want to build, right? Uh, so when I launched the Purpose of Work Week, I really realized a lot of the clients that we were working with needed something that they can really take with them wherever they are. Um, they, they needed a, a, a resource that can make them think differently with how they're looking at their schedule. How am I using my time? How am I using my time to really focus on my goals personally as a business owner? As a business professional, how am I looking at my goals when it comes to what I want for this organization, right? And how do I make this fit so it doesn't compromise my health or compromise the results that I want to see? So when we wrote the book and when I wrote the book, it, it really came from this place of if I can give someone a resource in this book that's very portable, very easy to carry, very short read, that can save someone time and I can help someone make more money, then I'm on the right path, right? And that's what this book really does in about a hundred pages. Like you can pick this thing up, take notes in it, and it will literally show you how you can set targets for your personal and your professional life, how you can actually focus on tasks to complete on a consistent basis, how you can avoid distractions that can derail you from getting to your goals in less time. So that was the big motivation. Cause I think when I first started and I really started building my businesses to grow, I found it was really challenging to know where I should be spending my time and my energy. And this book kind of cuts through a lot of the noise and helps you get that done really quickly. All right, that's really good to know because yeah, because uh, one of the biggest challenges most people, because so many things going on is how to spend their time wisely, efficiently. And, and and that's that's something the vast majority of people struggle with because there's only 24 hours in a day. But the successful people have those same 24 hours as the unsuccessful people do. But they know how to manage their time better and more efficiently. So, yeah, so you look at your goals, you set the targets, you focus on your task and, and you know, get those things done. You save time and save, and, and save money. Now, and you talk about, you know, how to get rid of distractions and when. Now, would you say when, the, you know, and, the, and then when everyone comes across uh, distractions, especially when you start your own business. I think when you're yep. working for someone else, your boss says you got to do this or this or this. Otherwise, you know, you can get into trouble or even get fired. But when you're on your own, um, it's so easy to get distracted because you generally don't have someone telling you what to do. Now, it seems to me one of the biggest distractions seems that, that causes issues and inefficiency is multitasking trying to do three mm. or four tasks in months would you agree yeah i think like i remember way back when in one of my motor learning classes uh we discussed about the cognitive ability to process and complete tasks and complete projects and it doesn't make sense that you can complete multiple projects if it takes you longer Right, like it, 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 you can become highly effective if you just like focus all of your attention and energy on a select few, 
get the return, move to the next one. It might take you 10 minutes, but the 10 minutes on one task, you'll perform at a higher level of attention, a higher level of performance and get a higher level of results by just committing to that thing. So yeah, I think multitasking is one. Um, there's, there's a concept called cognitive energetics where if you're not aware of how much information you're loading into your mind, stuff will begin to drop off because your brain can't actually handle as much information. So you need to be kind of aware of how much information, how many things am I doing? How many things am I committing to in a short period of time? And just observing how that can either positively or negatively impact the results you want to see. Um, so yeah, I would definitely minimize as much as you can because if you don't, Overwhelm and burnout is probably one of the hardest things to ever come back from, no matter what you do in business. Yeah. And you mentioned, um, I totally agree with you about uh, multitasking, you know, focus on one task at a time. It's like, yeah, you'll, 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 you'll get so much more, they'd be more efficient. One of the things you, number one, people don't realize when you're trying to do three or four things at once, you're not really working on three or four tasks, but you're going back and forth between the tasks. Your mind cannot really work on more than one task at a time. And also when you switch tasks, you lose momentum. Yeah. And then you try to go back, you got to try to get back to number one. So, and I like to talk about cognitive energetics, you know, because overloading info in your mind, people don't realize when you try to both too and, and I never knew that was the term, but I know when you overload your mind, it could, it could just totally overwhelm you. It could paralyze you and like, and you could say it could lead to burnout. And that, it's, it's uh, always good just to do a little bit, you know, it's the information a little bit at a time. And it's also more productive. I think you try to read like, oh, I, you know, 200 pages of a book all in one sitting, it's not going to work. It's better to just read 20, 25 pages in one sitting and then go back maybe later on in the day if you want. Yeah, don't overload your mind. I I think that's a very good idea you mentioned. Um, and uh, you mentioned your, could you talk a little bit more about your uh, Reboot X Academy? Um, you know, tell us a little bit more about it, you know, the success you've had with helping people out. Yeah, with Reboot X Academy, we really launched this in like the the height of the pandemic in in 2020. And one of the main things we've noticed is when professionals came in, they came in because they needed clarity with what they're doing day to day, and they were not really feeling fulfilled with how they were working. That's from the professional side. Um, for entrepreneurs and business owners, it was understanding what are those actions and activities they need to commit to that will actually produce a return right? Whether it is more income for the business or it is more freedom in their schedule so they actually have time to enjoy the revenue their business is making, or even just knowing how to outsource stuff in a more effective way, right? For organizations, a lot of the, the organizations that we work with, it's finding a way to streamline how they're communicating with their team so that there isn't overwhelm, there isn't burnout. And there's a number of clients that we've worked with that have come in Either they have quit their jobs within like the first 60 days because they built systems out to monetize their skills at a higher level, or they've actually generated more revenue from what they were doing in the past because they realized either they were not selling stuff at the way they should be selling, or they were not using their skill sets in a way to generate more revenue. So there's a wide range of ways that Reboot X Academy really helps clients. Um, a lot of the clients that we work with, they either are in like that growth phase, their business is growing, they're expanding, and they're looking for ways to streamline communications and systems more effectively, or they're also individuals that might be kind of in the startup phase ideation phase and they need clarity as to like what do i do from here like how do i get this thing up and running how do i start this thing now so it's it's two primary types of people we work with um but at the same point in time i think if someone really wants to build a schedule around their life and do it in an effective way 
a lot of them end up coming to us for that. Got it. So basically you focus on the companies that are in the growth phase or in the startup phase and you, you know, teach them how to grow their business, how to get a good return, what kind of things, how to streamline processes, communicate better with the people, out, you know, outsource and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, and it seems like um, one of the things uh, I've, I've noticed with certain companies, and let me know if that's been experience, it's like uh, too often like managers, like the leaders, they focus way too much on management and not enough on leadership and, and mm. they lose their employees sometimes. I mean, management is <laughs> important, but sometimes they focus way too much on it and they don't, you know, you know, teach people how to, you know, be in core with the mission and inspire them to, you know, to become a partner in the business, stuff like that. I don't think there's enough of that. Would you agree? I think it's interesting because there are a lot of people that have really great brands, really great products, really great um, mm -hmm. missions, but it may not be communicated across the entire mm -hmm. chain of the organization, right? I think if there is that disconnect where frontline doesn't really understand, you know, and, and, and you know, you're going all the way up to C-suite and they're like, they don't, they don't realize that frontline doesn't get it there's going to be a disconnect in the experience that the brand has with its customers, right? So there's so many things there that I think you can really discuss. And I, I think also it's really understanding the individuals within the organizations that I think, how are they operating day to day? How are they operating throughout the week? You know, uh, do they, do they buy in like to this vision? Do they see how this can play into what they want for their life as well too, right? The, I don't think that happens as much as it really should. Um, and a lot of organizations end up losing some really great people because they're not thinking of how they can integrate everything in a streamlined way. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, knowing how to communicate the message better, understand individuals and how they operate throughout the day, throughout the week, and uh, totally understand where they're coming from. And if you're able to do that and make them understand that you're there for them, that you, you appreciate them and you understand what their needs and desires, you're going to keep them happy. Because one of the big reasons people leave is uh, a lack of appreciation. They don't feel appreciated. Yeah. So if you can feel appreciated, you're much more likely to keep them on. So uh, earlier on, yeah, you also met, you mentioned fire and desire and some other thing, a mentorship. Are there any other attributes for uh, that are required for uh, an entrepreneur to have su to run a successful business? I think it changes based off of the stage you're in, mm -hmm. right? Like there, I think the fire and desire is kind of like the universal thing this, that you need probably across all stages with regards to you being an ideation, you know, it, it really comes down to taking initiative and testing, right? Like you got to take initiative and see what works, what, what doesn't work, right? In the ideation startup phase. Uh, when you get to kind of the growth phase, I think you got to start really understanding how to delegate effectively, right? You got to actually understand, you know, you don't need to do everything. There are people that are more skilled than you within your organization or outside of your organization. You could contract or outsource stuff to that kind of changes. And when you get to the mature phase, it's, you know, what is the succession plan, 
you know, what am I planning to do with this brand and this organization? It, it, you might want to make sure you have training and systems in place so that you can onboard someone so that you can offboard the organization and decide if you want to sell it or close it or hand it over to someone else in your family. Like every stage has something different. If you just assume that you just need fire and desire once you get to like the growth phase, that's a problem. Like you, you actually, like you need to have a little bit more than that because your organization grows and you should be growing at the same time. So um, it, it's understanding that no matter what stage you are in that journey, being a business owner is you, you're going to wear a different hat. And as that hat grows and changes, you're going to have to switch the hat and then hand that off to somebody else so that they can continue the organization the way you want it to look like. Yeah. No, definitely some good stuff there. I agree. And, and the different stages are going to be different things you'll need to. Like you mentioned the ideation stage in the beginning. You to take initiative, see what works, you know, test it out and see what doesn't. Then you go to growth phase, learn to delegate more, which is hard for certain people. Certain people yeah. do just want to be so hands-on. They're just used to doing everything. But it, it costs them so much time, so much efficiency, a lot of money. But it's better to delegate to the people who are really good at it than you can focus on the things you are best at. So I agree. Delegation is important. And then in the mature stage, you know, think about a succession plan, and and a lot of people do not do this. And as a result, because uh, you know, for whatever reason, they get sick or they die, whatever, the company falls apart because they don't have a good succession plan in place. So, I uh, definitely some good wisdom there. Now, as we're getting toward the end of our interview, are there any last minute pieces of advice you'd like to leave with our audience? I think, like, what I would leave everyone with is. no matter where you are in this journey, you got to create the space for yourself. If you don't have the space for yourself to really ask deep, challenging questions as to, is this what you want as a business owner? You can end up tied to a machine that you no longer have control of. And that is a very scary place to be. Because this is basically a machine, a vehicle that you built that you know no longer can control. So I would highly recommend anybody who is a business owner right now to actively create space in your schedule to make sure what you're doing is in alignment to where you want to go. And consistently do that. Because if you don't, no one's going to do it for you. That would be my advice that I would share with everybody. And I hope that actually helps someone execute on it and build a better business around their life. I like that. Create the space for yourself you know, to go over things. Make sure what you're doing is in alignment with where you want to go. And... And because if you don't, then long term, you could be wind up tied to machine that you created, but you no longer control. And I think that does happen to a lot of people taking their time every day to go over things. Um, no, I totally agree. That's uh, give yourself that space because it's it's the it's people don't realize that the bit you should own the business. You should run the business. The business should not run you. And I think that's what you're trying to warn us to not fall prey to. 
But definitely some good stuff. Listen, Fami, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. It was a real pleasure having you on. You shared a lot of great tips, a lot of great advice, and I definitely learned some great things. And I know the people listening to this interview are definitely going to learn some really good stuff. And if people want to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to contact you? Yeah, thank you again. If if anyone wants to get in contact with me and learn more about Reboot X Academy, go to rebootx.com. You'll find literally everything. You'll find uh, information on how to actually schedule a call and connect with me and the team. You'll actually learn about different articles and content we have on the website. Um, and for those people that want to kind of a little extra push and, and have a resource or an asset with them, definitely grab the Purposeful Work Week book, like I said. And like you said, it, it was, it's been a bestseller on Amazon. You can go to Amazon and just search Purposeful Work Week, all one word work week, and it will pull up. Grab it. Let me know. Definitely, you can send an email to me and, and go on the website and let me know that you grabbed the copy. And I would love to hear your, your reviews and definitely love to hear your success after implementing some of the stuff in there. Awesome. Thanks again. Have yourself a great day. Thank you, you too. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.